different episode of the Atomic Kingdom Podcast. My name is Dave. Joining me tonight is a cavalcade of guests, uh, guests, hosts, uh, that are going to discuss something that they're all very passionate about. And I think we're going to split this right down the middle as far as the sides, but I could be wrong. But uh, introducing first, the newly graduated JD. Hello, everyone. Uh, you can find JD on Twitter. He is at... J freaking D. Wish him tweeting con- about weird stuff. Always, always about weird stuff. Uh, <laughs> you wish him a congratulations. He just graduated graduated college, got his degree, and now he's going to go off and get some more debt. So uh, never ends. At least he's got a summer to to, to chillax a bit. Uh, also joining us are the two broke geeks, Justin and Matt. Hello. Uh, they just released an episode of the podcast where they react to Captain America Civil War, this small little movie you might have heard of. That is correct. Uh, before, I haven't listened to it yet. Did you both like it? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I did. Yes. All right. Now you don't need to listen to their podcast because now you know how they felt. <laughs> <laughs> no. Damn um, you, shark. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, but I'm sure I can't wait to listen to it because I I loved the movie and I've been wanting to talk about it for a long time, but we we don't have time for a reaction episode. So uh, that's what the two broke geeks are for. Go check out that's theirs. Right. And plus, they, they swear a lot. Lots of that. <laughs> and there's and there's. New intros and outros and a commercial, I hear. There is, yep. Oh, all kinds of excitement over there. Uh, and the, you guys are on Twitter at? 2BGPod. There it is. All right, and then finally, <clears throat> making her triumphant return from a week off when we interviewed James Ward Burkett, is Jenny. Woohoo! Hello! I'm Feel- glad to be back. Feels like forever since I recorded with, with at least two of you, JD and Jenny. I've, I know I'm, it's I'm, been a while. I'm always hanging out with Matt and Justin on this 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 podcast world. It's true, it's true. <laughs> I don't know what that says about me or them, but <laughs> we're just guys. I swear, family. I have a life. Come on. <laughs> you have two jobs. Yeah, I don't. I have two jobs and a wife and some kids and yeah. yeah. That's all. I don't know how you're doing like this instead. Come on. <laughs> it's a hard luck life. For you. Um, <laughs> as we record, right, stop it. As we record this, uh, the past weekend, or well, now it would be two weekends ago, if we play podcast time traveling, was Free Comic Book Day, and we happened to have a resident comic book employee, store employee, in Justin. And I'd like to ask, how did it go for you? Um, it actually went ridiculously well. I was kind of banking on getting more people in costumes, but none of that. Uh, none of it. I, we know like, well, the people I do know that are big cosplayers, they get asked to go to like these bigger free comic book day things. And then they kind of work their way up. And I showed Matt pictures the last time we hung out of them dressed up as like a Hulkbuster and the thing. Oh, nice. Which are really nicely done. Uh, but overall, uh, in terms of what there was, there was a lot where I just kind of looked at it going, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you couldn't figure out but the costume? I mean, yeah, I couldn't figure out what, like, ROM, there was, like, ROM and uh, the Attack on Titan and, like, the mostly the D, the Marvel Civil War 2 uh, stuff. 
Um, but yeah, it was a, it was a pretty, a pretty awesome day of just a bunch of people coming in and just getting a bunch of comics. Did you have, I had a hard time. I went to three comic book stores in my area cause I wanted the spectrum free comic. And all- yeah, we only got four of those. Oh yeah. And I, I, I waited till the afternoon cause I knew there'd be tons of lines and I just wanted to get in and out and yeah, I paid the price. Yeah, um, the biggest disappointment, I think, was our store was part of a free comic book day uh, special offer, uh, which was door. They were sending out four dorbs. They could only get through free comic book day. They were uh, two uh, maskless Iron Man mm. and two maskless uh, Captain America from Civil War that you could mm. only get through free comic book day. And we had a line that was out the door for those. And I unfortunately, for some weird reason, like delivery, delivery problems, we never got them. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So I had a lot of disappointing people. <laughs> did they just turn around and leave and say, I don't want your free no. comics anymore? No, they were, they, they kind of did the whole like, oh, that sucks. Why did I even say as they're grabbing free stuff and paying <laughs> for other things? Right. Oh, 20 percent off. OK, I guess I'll stay. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> So, all right. I know I went out. Jenny, I know you went out for new comic book I went comic book all day. out. Uh, My go- checkbook still hurts me. Yeah, because you probably <laughs> finally cleaned out your poll list. I haven't picked up my poll in like four or five weeks. Oh, it's, oh you're uh, one of them. I, I'm always <laughs> one of them, but my, my comic store is awesome. Like, And they put aside things that they think I might like so I can pick and choose when I get there. <laughs> so your comic book store is like the Google of comic book stores. It's it's awesome. Plus, like it's ran by by this guy, but it's two chicks that run it. So it's like the girl comic book store, and they just started um, a book club. So I I missed the first one, so I'm I'm jumping in in June, and we're going to start up. But there's like there's like 20 people, I think, as last they said that signed up for June. So we're gonna start we're gonna start the the comic book club mm-hmm. through. This. Those are those are people you can all introduce to your book club review whenever you start it, that back up again. Exactly, and I've got a good list under me. Like I've I've got to get writing because I've went through quite a bit of good ones. I just finished the last Joe Ledger, you guys. I can't uh, believe you guys aren't reading them because it was amazing. <laughs> I get yelled at. I get yelled at daily because I don't. I haven't started reading it yet. I know. I send Dave texts going. So, mm-hmm. have you started Joe Ledger yet? Come on, Dave. Come on, you can do it. <laughs> She's gonna disown me as a podcast host. I know they're they're ridiculous, but they're awesome. But back to back to what we were talking about. Comic book day was awesome. <laughs> yeah, way way too many comics, but I did because I bought so many. They just let me ransacked however many of the free comics I wanted. So I I was one of the few that lucked out because I think they only got like four or five of the uh, spectrum as well, mm. but. I got one, which I'm send, super psyched you'll, on. You'll have to send me pictures of it. because I, I will. I'll, I'll scan it in for you. <laughs> oh, no, um, no, don't, don't do that. That's, a, that's, that's illegal. Um, but I'll, <laughs> no, it's not. Hush. It's free. It's issue <laughs> oh, zero. That's true. It is free. The, is that the, art, <laughs> the art is really cool, though, and it's a very, very big thumbs up. Plus, if you haven't seen Con Man, it's, it's hilarious. So I'd like to know, for anybody that went out on Free Comic Book Day and how many people – because my comic book store restricts you to you only get four. You can grab four of the books, and that's it, of the free ones. Um, I don't know. Justin, what, how does yours work? Same way? or uh, Ours ours was uh, – the rule was you could only get five okay. because of how many people – we. I mean, we saw a lot of people, and a lot of people came out – like yeah. to come out later in the days because they have to work. Right. 
so it's I so the rule I always put into place is get you can only get five for now and then come back if okay. like later on and see what's left. So then that way, because yeah. uh, because I'm I'm pretty much a big like I'm the pretty much in charge of all the comic books at my store. So I always try to be as fair as possible to even the like the my my subscribers that are like can't get out till like way later in the day. So I try and like help them out. Nice. Do you have do you have one comic that they gave out on Freak Comic Day that you highly recommend that you thought was a really cool cool pool for that day? Um Oh, uh, there was this one that was kind of fun. It was fun to read. It was something involving Cthulhu. Um I can't remember the name. Uh, it's somewhere. I know I have a copy <laughs> somewhere. It was it was something like something along like Lovecraft it was like Lovecraftian kind of style. It was more of like Again, you book. guys you guys need to read Joe Ledger. That was the whole, whole Kill Switch book. Oh uh, anyway, sorry. Sorry wow. to keep talking. Wow. All right. <laughs> um yeah, I'd like to know. I'm I'd be curious from anybody that went out, hit us up at Atomic Geekdom. Did you go to multiple stores to get every free comic book that was offered? I would love to hear it if you got all of them. So hit us up. Uh Matt, did you go out on free comic book day? Yeah, I went to Justin's store. Cool. Did he save anything for you? You say he was all out. <laughs> nothing. Nothing for you. Nah, nah. None of the free comics looked interesting to me. So yeah, I just uh, yeah, I was like, nah, I'm gonna skip those, and <clears throat> so I did. Yeah, by the time you showed up, it was mostly the Civil War two and some of the kid comics. I did mm-hmm. read. I did read Civil War two, and I dig it. I'm into where they're going. I I'm curious. I'm I'm gonna read more of it. I'm curious where this is going. Yeah. JD, I imagine you did not go out on free comic book day. I didn't. I'm saving my money because Motor City Comic Con is this weekend. So, Oh, hey, there you go. Yes, I know. I am yes. ready. I am saving money because I always have super good deals on trades. It's when I got like six uh, trades of Morning Glories last year. Nice. And I'm picking up the rest this year. Oh, boy. Trades are the way to go. They were – they were four dollars for five. Oh, like four dollars! It Ow. was nuts. It well, was you, crazy deal. If you see some stuff and you need some help, you, these are the people. To That's talk what I'm to. saying. <laughs> I'm gonna have to text everyone to get your recommendations because I just, think I'm gonna go all out. Just shoot a picture and say yay or nay, and we'll we'll vote for you. Yeah, like I know J- uh, Jenny told me I have to uh, read Outcast like hardcore. Yeah. Yeah. She says it's super good. Yes. So. It's awesome. I'm gonna, I'm gonna finish up all the saga trades that I've been missing out on, and I'm so behind we'll on see. saga. I read the first one, loved it, but I've got like three more, and they have like two more trades out. I'm mm-hmm. just oh, there's so much. All right, all right. So that's JD's. Uh, that would be actually last weekend is what JD's talking about that it happened. Oops, <laughs> but that's okay. We'll, we'll we'll fast forward back to the present and uh, yeah, weird so, time things, <laughs> weird podcast time traveling. Uh, today, though, we, we've had some fun talking about Free Comic Book Day. Now we're going to get into the, the meat of this podcast episode. It's our first ever debate club. Uh, we're going to talk about the current state of horror movies and, as some might say, the decline of the horror movie. So uh, what prompted this? And I, I Does anyone remember what prompted this? <laughs> I don't know. You kind of just like told us in the group chat, like, hey, this would be a cool idea. And everyone was just like, yes. Well, no, he, he was asking for people to write articles. And he goes, like, somebody can write an article about the decline of horror movies. And oh, I'm like, yeah, yeah. the what? Well, well somebody whole, somebody like, put that in my brain. That, that was something they wanted. I think Justin might have put it in my brain. Like, that was something he wanted it, to write about. It might have been me. Yeah. 
So just to put it down, I'm on the side of you guys are all crazy because we are in the rise of horror movies. Okay, so, so for Jenny, this is the euphoric time of horror films. Amen. Okay. Ugh. All right, I will, we'll, we'll start with you because I think you're, you're woefully outnumbered in this conversation. So tell us, get, speak on it. Step on your, your, okay. your soapbox. Here's, here's my, I'm pulling the soapbox off, stepping up on. Okay. Oh, God. <laughs> so as you guys know, I'm, I'm a child of the 80s and 90s. So the 70s and 80s, though, had amazing horror movies. Like you had, you know, The Lost Boys, Friday the 13th, Halloween. And back in the 70s, you know, you've got The Omen, all that. There were great horror movies. So it, it is a staple of great horror. But once you get to 2000, to today, so 2001 to today, so let's do the last 15 years, there have been some amazing horror movies that have completely changed the genre, like completely revolutionized the genre of horror movies. I have a feeling you have a list. Yeah, I have please a, tell us this okay. list. All right, we're gonna let you. We're gonna let you uninterrupted say this list, and then the boys, I guess, will take notes as to what they want to say about how wrong you are about those movies. I'm just okay. I'm gonna. I'm gonna stick on the the soapbox platform of great movies that revolutionized the genre. Okay, and I'm gonna go in topics. So comedy and fun. I can throw out two she, of them. You even separated it in the genres. Oh, I, I, I love it. Totally. Jenny's done her homework so good today. <laughs> it's horror movies, you guys. This is this is my wheelhouse. I know. <laughs> okay, so comedy and fun. Shaun of the Dead and Zombieland. Hands down, nothing before that was ever as good as those. Okay, let me let me pause you for a second. Now you did preface that it was comedy and fun. Those are more, I would say, parody <clears throat> movies. But they're horror movies. I would call them more comedies. I would I would even movies. put Cabin in the Woods in this. Cabin, I feel like Cabin in the Woods I... is a black comedy. It's so funny. It's so funny. Like it's so and good. Plus though. it plays and plus it plays on all the tropes that you right. usually find in, well, in horror films, which is it, great. It, it gets super meta. Yeah. Here's here's my here's my I have a short list of comedy fun. So Shaun of the Dead came out in 2004. So that's top of the list. Slither definitely would be on the Okay. I'm going to stop I'm going to stop you again. Slither is a horror movie. I don't see Shaun of the Dead or Zombieland as horror movies. Am I alone no. on that? No. I I see I see Zombieland more as a horror movie than Shaun of the Dead. Okay. But I, I see, I'll go yeah. with you. I'll go with you on that, but I see the I, I see com- You guys are forgetting though. This is the comedy fun horror. So it's yeah, like, yeah, I get that. I get that. Yeah. I get that. It has death, it has gore, and it's got ridiculous monsters. All right. That still in, signifies in, a horror movie. So in on the list of Jenny, uh I, I I'm kind of on in Jenny's court on this with because they are kind of considered horror. Uh mm-hmm. Cooties is another Cooties one are- that fits that kind of, with fits that category. That's a good I've one. I've never That's seen my it. List. I've got um, Dead That's, Snow. Which, awesome. If you haven't seen Dead Snow, it's pretty awesome. Cabin in the Woods and then Warm Bodies. Warm Bodies oh. is not scary, but it would be considered a horror movie. It's not good also, either. Dale and Tucker <laughs> vs. Evil. Also oh, really yeah. High five, horror movie. If you're doing really yeah. funny horror movie. Yeah, uh, yeah, you got to include that one. Take Warm Bodies. You take that. You put it in a box. You throw that in the ocean. And then you can throw Dale and Tucker in your category. Okay. All right, I will agree with you on that. So that just covers the comedy fun. So right. can I stop you? Hmm. Warm Bodies. Did you put that in there as being a good movie? No, I put that in there okay, as, as a, as a, a, quali- a qualifier. Okay, yes. okay. okay so wait, 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 can I, wait, quick question. Can we do this by category? Because, like, I feel like 
I do feel like horror comedies have gained a lot of traction in recent years. Yeah, like, let's I'm, I'm, I'm totally, like, totally on board with Jenny. Horror comedies definitely a step up in, like, the past okay. 15, 20 years. Right, 100%. We get, well, let's let's talk about it then. Horror comedies, yes, because the Shaun of the Deads, the Zombielands, the Dale, Dale and Tucker versus Evil are great. I love those movies. But then you have mm-hmm. a movie that's supposedly self-aware of how bad it is, but and it's supposed to be a comedy like Zombievers. <laughs> it's not funny. It's not. <laughs> it's no, funny that how just terrible goes into is. the epically bad, which is a category in of itself. Or like, like bad horror is still sometimes good horror. Now that well wasn't good horror. No, but, but also like Piranha 3D. <clears throat> that's that's supposed to be self-aware. Yes. Sharknado. Yeah, I was going to say, why would we label Sharknado in this? I that's, think that's, that's more of an action movie to me. Like, I don't think that's horror movie. That's yeah. like sci-fi horror, uh, sci-fi yeah. action. Yeah, sci-fi action. Not, It's not really horror, because I don't think there's any, like, horrifying things in it. It's a tornado made of sharks! What do you You're mean? Right. Okay, that's pretty horrifying. If I saw that, yeah, I would be... I'm going, <laughs> I'm going, what makes a good, uh, what makes a horror movie is basically either a monster, suspense, gore, and... Well, basically that. This is the, this is the Jenny scale of qualifying a horror film. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Perfect. Scientific. But the monster thing can be multiple things. It could be paranormal or it, what well, have you. So. If, if we learn anything from Ten Cloverfield Lane, monsters come in many forms. Nope. Exactly. Don't tell me. I haven't seen it yet. Don't yeah, even. That's, <gasps> hey, come on, guys. That's just the tagline. Don't worry. I'm okay, not giving so, away. So, I know. <laughs> okay. So, what do you guys want to throw more into the comedy and fun of the pros and cons? Uh, well, Matt, Justin, I haven't heard much from you guys. Uh, what was that? Nah, I mean, I don't watch a lot of comedy horror movies. I saw Shaun of the Dead and it was good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, Shaun of the Dead's the weird one in the bunch. Cause I, I kind of agree that that's not, I don't necessarily find that to be more of a, a horror film, uh, only for the sake that. Simon Pegg and most of the stuff that he's usually attached to are not really horror. I'm not saying that it can't be. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. It's like one of those like zombie parody movies that's trying to not take itself super seriously. So it's just comes off more comedy than horror. Right. Um, but definitely stuff like Slither, uh, Cooties and Zombieland and the Dead Snow series. Definitely well, more. Cooties, uh, Cooties is like 80s, right? No, Cooties no, just 2014. 2014. What am I thinking of? Something else. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Are you Goonies? No, no, not Goonies. <laughs> Are you thinking of the one with the uh, the what's the one where the monsters coming out of the toilet on the cover? Yes. Um, uh, I'll look it up. Keep keep the keep yeah, talking. Keep, keep talking, Justin. <laughs> Jenny, does this also include like campy horror movies like Evil Dead and like Army of Darkness? Like, well, those were before, so I'm going 2001. Yeah. So I'm only doing 15 years. But no, I, I, I was mean, think- if we're talking just- about like the decline. Like, I think, like personally, I think like Evil Dead and Army of Darkness are better than all of those minus like wow, okay, Cabin in the Woods. <laughs> like, yeah, those are things. Those are horror movie classics. So then you're putting yes. in like like the Texas yeah, Chainsaw I'm- Massacre and all that stuff yeah. in that category. Right, right, and they're. I mean, some of the great horror movies are not within the last 15 years, but there mm-hmm. are some really great ones. So oh, that, yeah. I think that argument wouldn't be an apples to apples thing. So I totally okay. agree. You know, Army of Darkness would go above all those in a heartbeat, but it would be the same if I was going thriller. Um, the Shining would be on the very top of the list, mm-hmm. you know. So, but in comparison, in the last 15 years, 
You're right. It's okay, not got on it. the decline. There has been some awesome stuff come out. So, so okay, real so quick, that, real that, quick. My the movie I thought you were talking about, Justin, or with cooties, I, critters was what I was thinking. Critters, <laughs> critters, yeah. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Jenny. Okay, so since we've tackled that, I'm going to go on to the next subject of horror, and I'm going to go with gore. I call it gore porn because it's just people that really like to see intestines being pulled out of people. Mm -hmm. But with that, there's also movies that have completely changed the genre, like the Saw movie, which I thought came out way before, but came out in 2004. So still within the 15 years, there are so many horror movies that are based off the same theory of Saw. Yeah, but Saw, none of that's them the, are yeah. good. Yeah, exactly. Then now, now you have Saw. Saw's not. It even depends good. on. It depends on your like. I would say, Teeth and Human Centipede, not that good. Oh. Pretty disgusting, but not that good. <laughs> but yeah. you take movies like um, Wolf Creek. Wolf Creek was really entertaining, oh. scary as Wolf hell, Creek. and disgusting. Yeah, but the first Saw movie was excellent. The first song was yeah. great, but again, it's watching a guy saw his leg off. You know, it's yeah, I'm, I, I don't know. Like, I, I love the saws as much as the next guy, but I can't really like. I don't consider them good. Like, I watch them. Like, I love watching them, but I don't think they're good horror movies. They just, they feel like it's like retreading over and over. And well, I think that's the well, biggest problem I have each, with it. Each of the saw movies do retread, but. Let's say no, there was never Saw 2, 3, 4, 5, 9 million, whatever. Let's say it was only the first Saw movie, right? Mm -hmm. At the time it came out with, can you think of anything before that that had the impact that it had? That it had Texas the gore, that it Chainsaw had the massacre. Yeah. But then you also though, have the whole different storyline. This was more of a psychological thriller rather than I have to escape somebody trying to kill me. The, I just, the thing about are we going to quantify movies. like are we going to quantify like decline is in like the amount of movies being made or how good the movies are though I guess or impact well, like, I don't I think like we should go with how good I think we should go how much they've impacted because okay what you think is good is totally different than what I might think is good you know so that's okay. a subjective thing am I but wrong kind of goes, well they kind of go both ways because I mean I I I love the Saw movies for what they are. Uh, mm -hmm. as like they're not the greatest of horror films, but I agree with Jenny that they they really kind of brought attention to a different story idea with the whole like encompassing of different of like all these intricate things. And yeah, it gets away from itself and then it gets super ridiculous. But then you have stuff like Hostel and then um like yeah, Teeth, Human Centipede, stuff like that. Teresa's. But then they yeah, and then it comes down to like it, but then it kind of goes down to the uh, declining part where they know their money pits that they'll make mm -hmm. so much money. Right, it goes down the track of Saw three, four, five, and so on. I liken I liken Saw to the Fast and Furious, like yeah. like sl slope. Like it was making them money, and I guess you could put it also into the the comic book movie genre as well because mm -hmm. everybody's buying up properties because it's making a lot of money. But with Saw. It was this new horror franchise that exploded because the first movie did so well. And I, I liked the first movie. Um, I didn't like anything after that. But, but you can have that same argument, though, with older movies. Right, Friday right. the 13th is an epic mm -hmm. comparison. Oh, well, yeah. Yes. <laughs> when, when most of your movies go directly to VHS, that's a problem. Right. Mm -hmm. 
But that, but you, what I'm saying is, it's not in the decline. That's actually in the rise. That it did come. That in this time frame, something new came out, and now there are a million duplicates. Because have you guys ever seen the Collector series at all? Has anyone ever heard of it? I've heard of it. I've there's two the of them, one. right? Yeah, there's two of them. Yeah, and I consider those the good Saw movies. Like they are, they take the idea of Saw and actually turn it into a story that's digestible and not confusing as hell. Like, I think, like, they're they're two of my favorite, like, guilty pleasure movies because they're ridiculous. Like, they take, like, the trap building of Saw, but actually give it a story that's actually, like, surprisingly deep and, like, surprisingly good for what it's supposed to be. I don't know where I was going with that. No <laughs> idea where I was going with that. I just, like, needed to say it. <laughs> no, and, and that's a great one because that's actually on my list because it's within that time frame. So mm-hmm. another example of the rise in horror instead of the decline in horror people. <laughs> right, but just, I guess, yeah, but the gore horror isn't, I don't know, it's not the same, though. When you talk about well, gore horror, a, you can talk about it being impactful, but that's not the same as, like, good horror. <laughs> there's a <laughs> difference but, between, like, the gore porn that is terrifying, that's supposed to scare you, and just the kind that's just, like, so over the top that it just takes you so far out of it that you're just mm-hmm. like, oh, okay. And it just gets more uncomfortable. You're just like, well, what's kind of the point of this? Like, Saw actually contributed, I would say, to the downfall of horror films because rather than creating genuine horror in you know the mind of the watcher it just created gore spectacle instead of actually being well, scary was... filmmakers were more willing to put in blood because that's what they thought people wanted because the saw franchise right. was doing so well but it's also a totally different thing because i mean gore has always always been there i mean go back to like reanimator mm-hmm. i mean there's been some nasty uh, the 70s rule that's the, true the but watch a, of really watch a lot movies. of those classic horror films there's less blood in them than you think there is there's I still like, i mean yeah. and agreed like the new texas chainsaw massacre compared to the old night and day difference the terrible the yeah. old used to focus more on the the idea that you generate in your head where now we've got so much makeup cgi things like that that you can watch like i said somebody pulling an intestine out of a person's body aka Teresa, which was nasty but that's so what i'm talking not, about when i say downfall not, of hor- that's what i'm talking about when i say the saw actually contributed to the downfall of horror because you're not creating genuine horror you're creating spectacle <laughs> But it's I don't know, not necessarily I don't know I... always – it wasn't necessarily just them though. I mean we can partially put the blame on them but I mean well, it's I mean, the same it was... with like the paranormal films. Like not not the movie paranormal films but like like those kind of films where they want to subject you to an idea. I know I'm probably skipping ahead but like Insidious was a good movie up until the end because I didn't know what was happening and then they show what was what the creature was and it took me completely out of it and I didn't find yeah, it terrifying. Yeah, like Darth Maul. Yeah. That's not the... You, did you guys not see Insid- Insidious? is one of my favorite horror movies. Like, I know I, that's no, crazy, like, but I, I love that the movie. movie. I'm, the movie see, was I'm really in the good. Oh, sorry. Uh, like, the movie was really good. Like, I was totally in the ballpark of it until the end when they showed the go- like show the specter. And I was just like, okay, I don't care anymore. Because it just took... Because I, I'm a big fan of, like, the suspense. 
like using your imagination to know what the killer is. And when they take that away, it's some, sometimes it just doesn't pay off and it just takes you out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, but the whole thing is all about the further. It's not really about it, just the main killer. It's these souls being trapped in this nothingness and they're not always yeah, good souls. But, so that yeah, I, I, I is, thought it was a genius movie with, with, with that is like the further is almost like this intangible, like, place like well let's, let's with, with yeah with insidious like the main character like he's like tangible he's more like i guess he's easier to like i don't even know having, i don't having, even know where i'm going once again having lived talking having experienced the further <laughs> like i had at c2e2 last year i actually went to the further um mm-hmm. it's scary as hell and it's it's real guys it's out there that's all <laughs> I just like because it, for me, Sinister and Insidious came out super. Like Sinister and Insidious came out close together, didn't they? Yeah, because I tied, yeah. I yeah. I yeah. didn't I didn't see either of them because I'm like, what? Forget it. This this one word movie name. Wasn't, <laughs> see, Sinister wasn't I, good. But... I saw both of them, and I like Sinister way more than Insidious. See, I, I hated Sinister. I oh, I love the first one. I thought Insidious was just like a bad ghost movie to me. Here's here's well, the, this is a good example though because when people watch and I think this goes pretty much across the board with most horror, when you watch a movie, you can take different things of it. Like you automatically mm-hmm. took the one ghost from Insidious. You took the one evil spirit. Where mm-hmm. when I watched it, I took the entire wasteland mm-hmm. of spirits. Right, See, so I, I have thought, a completely mm-hmm. perspective, and it's the same like when people watch The Shining, you know they they think it's about a guy that goes crazy, but then other people might think of it it's the house that makes you crazy. So you can, I, depending mm-hmm. on your the way you watch the movie, you can come to different outcomes. Like which and, in turn right, makes like Obi good. like Obi Wan says, it's all about a certain point of view. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I just felt like Sinister, like the main like Bagul was a lot more horrifying <laughs> than Darth Maul was in Insidious. The main what? Oh, just, the main what? He's talking about the one demon. No, I know that's I know what he's up in the kitchen. I know what he said. You know. I want to know what, what the what the word was that you used. Bagul? Bagul? That's his name. Bagul? Yeah, that's his name. Wait, it, uh, it's Sinister? Yeah, it's Bagul. No, I never he had, s- no, he had a different name. Mm, I'm pretty sure it's Bagul. <laughs> Oh, guys! I'm sure, he had like a oh. more like like a more stupid like Mister like Mister Handsy or something like like I don't Mr. know Mister Handsy. No, asked Consequently, the Bagool. villain was given the proper name Bagul. B u g a u u l. Man, I've lost even more respect for this movie, dude. I don't know. <laughs> I not Like I honestly like I just think it's the creepiest thing. I don't know why. <clears throat> number two was terrible, though. But number one, number one was yeah, I. <laughs> that was awesome. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll check it out sometime, I'm sure, J.D. Wealth, wealth of useless information I'll never need to know. Just stacked in my brain. This is what college does to you kids. I love it. We're going to call J.D. Bagul from now on. <laughs> don't. Mr. Boogie. It's, it, it literally freaks me out. Mr. Like, Sinister Boogie? freaks me out a lot. Uh, like, sin- yeah, you you're you're partially right that his proper name was Bagul, but throughout the movie he's called Mr. Boogie. Oh, you're right. Okay, so yeah, so we're both Mr. right. We're Boogie. both right. See, Mr. <laughs> Boogie though was a lot less scary than Bagul. I could write a horror movie better than that. <laughs> Does anyone remember Boogeyman the movie? How terrible that was. <laughs> Mr. Bojangles came out of the closet and scared everyone. 
Oh God. Uh, what? What did you say, Janie? Which movie? Does anyone remember? Uh, uh, oh shoot! What was it called? Boogeyman, I just said, said it. Boogeyman. What? The Boogeyman. Remember how terrible that movie was? Who's in that? That sounds familiar. It's awful. Like he, like the ending is like him just saying one, two, three, four, five, and then the Boogeyman goes away. Because there was one in the eighties. Candyman. No. Are you thinking Candyman? Candyman. Candyman. No, I don't think he does that in Candyman. No, it's it's Boogeyman, I'm pretty sure. It's a recent movie or Oh no, it was like two thousand four or something. Oh. Two thousand five. It's got a thirteen percent on Rotten Tomatoes, so that's how good it was. <laughs> who's who's in it? Give me a cast. Uh Emily Deschanel. Yep, I remember it. Barry Watson, Lucy Lawless. Lucy Lawless, I don't remember her being in it, but I remember the the Zoe Deschanel sister. Yeah. It was in a it was just a terrible movie. Yeah, so it was Darkness Falls. But that was, that was a, bad. Darkness Fall, yeah, I mean, but that was the Evil Tooth Fairy, right? Two thousand four. That's like the time frame when really bad horror, like Scream copies, came out. That's why I'm saying, like, I think like early two thousands was like the worst time for horror, like, like the worst. Right? Where was that? The best the, time that, was like two thousand twelve to present. That werewolf just, movies with Pacey from Dawson's Creek. Like, there's just a lot of really bad Cry movies. Wolf, like all there's, terrible movies. Well, hold on, hold on. I, I like Cry Wolf. I take that back. Not not into it. I'm kidding about the Cry Wolf thing, by See, the way. I think I, I don't think know. Par- I mean, the first Paranormal Activity was like a resurgence, almost. To be honest, like right, I really thought. All right, like, well, let's not jump too far. You're um, right. We're going. I, I will give I'll give Cry Wolf two. Two things of credit because it had Jared Padalecki and Lindy Booth and John Bon Jovi. It had Bon Jovi in it? Yeah. What? Yeah, he was the teacher. Yeah, he was the teacher. Oh, you're right. He was. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm thinking That's a back. guilty Wow. It sure is. It sure is. And I See, forgot- I just, the twist upset me so bad. So bad. The, 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 if you can call it a twist. <laughs> yeah, I just I thought it was so dumb. All right. So dumb. Jenny, you were taking us down a road of all these different genres within the the, the horror genre. And we got way off track. All right. Do we want to do zombies and vampires or do we want to do monsters next? Well, I wanted zombies. to ask I wanted to ask uh, the the movie with the vampires uh shoot. What we are in the shadows. Oh, that movie's awesome. That counts as one of your comedies, or is that a horror? Is that that? That would be on the. That would be comedy fun because it's not really scary, but it does. Yeah, I would have a hard time putting that as a horror movie. Yeah, no, that's a parody of horror. But Shaun of the Dead actually has like things trying to get you and such. So Mm. what we do in the shadows is just a reality show of vampires that are really prissy. I don't know what I said, but I was wrong. Yes, what we do in the shadows. Daybreakers. Do you count daybreakers in your vampire set? Like the blade ripoff thing. I, yeah, I would be in there. It wasn't good, but it would be in yeah. there. Blade would definitely be in there, but Blade 2, because Blade 1 was okay, but Blade 2 is awesome. But, um, I mean, if you can go about, with... Why not Blade 3? There's a Chihuahua and Triple H. <laughs> yep. There is, true. And Ryan but Lund. more so on the zombie <laughs> the zombie fronts, though, because you had, the, you had the bad ones, but definitely had a lot of press about them, like World so, War Z, which is one of the most budgeted movies that failed epically in the theater. Um, 30 Days of Night, which did I like bad, that movie. but it was an interesting movie. Um, mm-hmm. There's a Spanish movie called Record, like REC. The, there's an American yeah. remake called Quarantine. Yeah. 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 Record is way better, but yeah, just saying. it is. Quarantine is and not although, although it's a remake, 
the Dawn of the Dead was a completely new look at Dawn of the Dead, so I'm counting it as an original, <clears throat> and that was hands down spectacular. But the yes. one that topped my zombie vampires list because it did hands down. I would love to hear somebody argue otherwise. Twenty eight days later, completely revolutionized the zombies genre. If I agree, if you yeah. like running zombies. Well, that's the most terrifying thing. Yeah. Well, didn't twenty eight weeks later, or twenty eight days later, and Dawn the Dawn of the Dead remake kind of come out around the same time or Uh, similar times? Twenty eight days later came out in two thousand two. Dawn of the Dead came out in two thousand four. Yeah, it was a couple years. Okay, years apart. Yeah. So I yeah I will one hundred percent agree, but I also feel like twenty eight weeks later is better than twenty eight days later. Oh, I I I I wouldn't say it's better. Is that because Jeremy Renner's in it? Thumbs up. No, I just think that, that like... That was a long time ago, too. Yeah, I just... Yeah, that is a while ago. That's a while back to say that, you know, it doesn't contribute to the downfall of horror movies within the last five years. It's still within the last 15 years. And then 28 weeks later was only 2007. That's That's crazy. That came out... Almost ten years ago. Yeah, and yeah, it's almost ten years ago. Still with, and they it's still within the fifteen no years impact. we're talking about. And they had no impact. The They're still. <laughs> yeah, I would agree with I Matt mean, here. They didn't really. What? What lasting impact did either of those movies have? What really? Yeah. Twenty days later, what impact did it have now? Yes. Name a zombie movie. There aren't any, but beyond look zombie- at look at how they're look at how they're doing Fear the Walking Dead right now. It's the infected. Twenty eight days later, the infected. Look at what they do. In- they don't run, and they've always they might been not infected. Run, I mean, zombies have always been infected ever city. since George Romero. Right. <laughs> I'm not. I'm George not. George I guess Romero zombies wasn't a virus before George Romero. Zombies were voodoo. Right. 28 weeks later, it shows how the quarantine system works, which, again, we're seeing in television shows but now. That's that's, in the Walking Dead, that's George talking. Romero. Again, yeah, I don't, you're losing me on that because that's George Romero. You look at just even the most recent Dawn of the Dead. Still. But, that's I'm, George. I'm, that's, I'm not, no, you're, I'm you're, you're I'm not. We're not. Hold on. Hold on that's but, got nothing to do Je- with Yeah, Jenny. That's what I'm, saying, that's, I'm not saying that. We're not. days later, invented the zombie. No, I'm no, just no. saying they invented a new zombie. Okay, okay, okay. okay stop, stop. Seriously? We're not. We're, none of us are saying that those movies aren't bad, but we're saying that as far as contributing to the wealth of the movies or the decline of the movies, they didn't have an impact. They did. World War Z. World War Z was terrible. Leave the 28 days later zombie, and it was a terrible adaptation of a really good book. But the book was written, which was still a very good thing, which then influenced a horror movie. So still influential. So, but then, but then you're, you're giving, but then Jenny, you're giving evidence to that being the influence to the decline of horror. World War Z is still though. Look at how much money. I, the decline of horror means that a they're not making horror and they're not making good horror. No, the there decline is a lot make- of people like World no, War no, Z. No, no, no. No one's like, no one saying they're not making it. They're making plenty, but they're making plenty of bad horror movies. Right. But that honestly, can we but even consider World War Z horror? It's more of an well, action movie. It's like. <laughs> Like it really isn't scary at all. Like I just really want to keep. Isn't. I just want to keep calling it a bad movie. That's it. <laughs> well, I don't think it's a bad movie. I thought it was a terrible adaptation of World War Z, but it's not a bad movie. I don't think. 
I actually like, thought it was a fun, cheesy movie, kind of like how I think the Resident Evil movies are fun and cheesy. They're not good, but they're like fun to watch. I'll give you that. They, uh, 28 weeks later, 28 days later, might have influenced the zombies that were in Resident Evil. Well, there you go. Mm-hmm. No, I Resident Evil more long slower. 28 days and 28 weeks later. I mean, Resident Evil yeah. has been around a while. Yeah, I kind it's of since the 90s. I kind of doubted my thought after I said it. It's fine, Dave. <laughs> you're, you're kind of but, that, but you guys stand. are getting sidetracked again, though, because we can't go on what we think is good or bad. Because, like we were saying earlier, JD really likes Sinister. I hated Sinister. I think that right no, there. That's is what a- we're okay. talking about, though. right? Right. But the 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 worldwide critical acclaim of a movie that's successful or not, World War Z made a lot of money because. Brad Pitt's in that movie and people are going to go see his movie. And because that was the, that was the quote unquote zombie explosion because people went and people paid money for it, but nobody liked it. <laughs> True. I, but I don't agree with that. There's a lot of people that liked it. I liked it. But wait, are we going, are we going based on what people liked or so, like, I think because, we're being a little off track here. <laughs> yeah. Like we have to define what, like, I honestly think we have to define what means decline and what doesn't. Is it well, quality horror movies? Is it how many? How much money they're making? Like we well, have they're to decide, always going like, to make a lot of them. It's got nothing to do with – I mean horror movies, they just chug them out because they're inexpensive. So they're just going to keep well, making a ton of them. Unless it's World War Z. Go, well, here's kind of where I am. I, I, I'm with Jenny in terms of like I love both 28 Days and 28 Weeks Later. I think mm-hmm. they were kind of – they kind of brought forward – something that we haven't seen much of in terms of movies. My problem is not much those. It is like it's a long – I think it was – correct me if I'm wrong if I'm in not the same kind of era. But that was also in the same era as like – and still even to today, I should know I was in one where you just have like just popping out all these zombie movies. Like they're like – it's like freaking – Pez, like Pez, like Pez, all over the place. All the same with vampires. Yeah, it's just like there's just right. oversaturation. It was it was a cycle, right? There's a cycle of popularity because you had the vampires when Twilight exploded, and then True Blood, and then Vampire Diaries, and so on and so forth. And then then there's but, the the, the zombie explosion of Walking Dead, Fear the Walking Dead. And, but the the, it, the zombie explosion has been going on even right. longer than the Walking Dead TV show. I mean, this right. was a thing like ten years ago when I started college. Zombies were like of course, all the rate. and so of I mean, course, but it wasn't a television vamp- thing. It's it's the same as vampires though too. I mean, you've got Lost Boys, you've got the Dracula with you know the Bram right. Stoker's right. Dracula. You you had Blackula. It's, like it's cyclical, is what I'm trying to say. Just like when wrestling is popular, it's a cyclical thing, and it'll take like four years off, and then wrestling will be good again, or ten years, or whatever. Just like with this, vampires were very popular at one point, and then they died down, and then it was werewolves, and then they died down, and then it was zombies, and then they died down, and now it's ghosts, and then it was torture porn, and then now we're back to zombies, and vampires, and ghosts, and it's going to keep... Going through this cycle because, well, we need new product and people are getting sick of this watered-down version of Saw. So it's just going to keep returning through and through and through. And as I'm saying this, I'm forgetting why we're talking about this. 
Because well, basically, because the point is, they're all watered down. Like I can't remember the last genuinely like really scary horror movie. And so when you want to talk about the decline, it's what I was talking about earlier with Saw, where it's like they're not creating genuine horror. They are jump scares. They are gore. They there's no genuine horror like going on where it's like. Two days later, when I turn out the lights and need to walk through my house in the dark, okay. I'm nervous. Is that? Do you I, I think that's part of that? Do you think that part of that might also be because you're an older person? Uh, I, I think, it, and I think a lot of it 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 comes down to the fact that like we've seen it before. Like we've seen a lot of these premises in other movies when we were younger that used to scare us, and like it simply just doesn't work anymore because we've already been through it. Well, when you look at a lot of things, like when you look at like just the straight up action genre, mm-hmm. like the world has seen nine eleven, so now we need to up the ante. Now that's <coughs> why you're seeing all these movies where cities are destroyed and whole countries are destroyed and we're left to rebuild after, you know what I mean? Like, yes, there was that before, obviously Matt with like independence the, Matt day. Had a good point, but there, there are movies out there though. If we want to, if we want to twist the, the subject to that, then that's a good, good thing because there are movies that I've watched that creep the hell out of me. All right. And well, okay. They're new movies. All right. Let's stop. Stop. Can, oh, stop. Hold on, hang on. Hang on. All right, Matt. What is the last movie you remember seeing where you actually had like, you know, like you were afraid or like, you know, you're uh, like, that was, that was creepy. I don't know. But if I want to talk about a movie that creates like maybe some genuine horror, it's not probably the last one I saw. I couldn't probably pull out the last one I saw off the top of my head, but like, it's got to be one. There are a lot of thinker ones that mostly I guess are the ones that I'm interested in now rather than jump scare ones like okay. uh, if you, if you want to go back to like a, a Silence of the Lambs it's a genuinely horrifying movie and it makes you think and it makes you worry that someone is going to come into your house in the night and that kind of deal <laughs> sure rather I mean and it, and it does it in a better way than uh, I mean there's always going to be killer movies but it, you want to think about that kind of genuine horror where it's like, you know, a Michael Myers Halloween movie isn't going to make me worry that somebody's going to come into my house in the night because they're cheesy and gory and campy and sex romps and everything like that. But, you know, you get a real psychological deep thinking horror movie. That's kind of what I'm talking about now, I guess, because I I like cheesy, cheap horror movies, but I'm also looking for horror movies that are genuinely horrifying. <laughs> sure. Well, and I'll, I'll add into that because, like, when I saw The Strangers, I could not continue watching the movie with my back to the window. That, that was movie, movie I was going to go too. Okay, The Strangers. That movie yeah, I mean, the, the hell out of me. But then again, mm-hmm. the first Paranormal Activity movie. When I was home alone. Yeah. Every noise freaked me the hell out. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, it, I can I can tell you the last good horror movie I think I saw. I I don't know if it doesn't meet the same category, but the last really good horror movie I saw was The Conjuring. Yeah, yeah, and that I was really honest. looking forward to The Conjuring too. And even though so. even, even though you don't believe in that kind of stuff, no, but it was still <laughs> no right, but it was still a really good horror. Movie. I just and yeah. I just remember your tweet. And what it did, I guess, in what it did, and it wasn't the ghosts. It the movie genuinely created a sense of being uncomfortable. Yeah, 
versus a sense of, oh, there's a monster in the closet. It, it created the idea that not alone in the house and you're uncomfortable. It created a genuinely uncomfortable, I'm kind of squirmy feeling. And it it didn't have anything to do with monsters and it didn't have anything to do with the hands coming out of the dark and clapping for the jump scare. It was just a mildly claustrophobic, not very, I keep using that word uncomfortable, but that's what it is. Well, yeah, it's, that's a horror mm -hmm. feeling. It's a, it's a feeling of hopelessness because there's nothing you can do. Mm -hmm. And like for that, I know like, Oh, Oh, go ahead. Oh, I just like for the conjuring, like I agree with you. Like, I think that's one of the best horror movies I've seen in recent years, but I also like it because I actually cared about the family too. Like that horror too, movies do yeah. a really good like horror movies do a really bad job of making you sympathize with the people that are usually in these circumstances. But mm-hmm. The Conjuring, it got it so right. Like I wanted that family to survive this. I wanted that family to live. Well, I did not want them to die. Right, right. Well, when I look at movie like exactly what you're talking about, JD, people that you care about the people in the movie. I look at two mm-hmm. of most recent movies that I saw horror movies where I wanted the people in it to die, and that was yeah, that was uh. Shoot, I just had him on the tip of my tongue. Um, the Gallows? Yes, oh, I wanted – Yes. All those people. I wanted every single one of those kids and then, to be wrecked. Right, and then Unfriended or whatever that movie was were like, also yeah, terrible. Yeah. All of those people deserve to die in that movie. Like I don't mean to say that, but those characters were no, they're, the worst. They're terrible. They're terrible people, and it's awful. But that's – like I watch horror movies because I like to root for the killer a lot. And Conjuring <laughs> flipped that on its head. I'm with well, you on that. No, it's like because it's fun. Like it's something that like I don't want to ever see in real life. Yeah, but, like seeing in the movies, like kind of cool. Yeah, get that. I, okay, I'm on with chick. you and with without you on that one because like Babadook was one that I totally was rooting for. The, the oh god, that movie freak. was so boring. That movie that was movie, awesome. I, mm, I, I wanted that offense. kid to I die. watched it. Tw- I watched it <laughs> twice. The first time I loved it. Second time I thought it was okay. I, I've seen oh, it. I, I thought that movie times. was unbearable. I, I love that movie. Absolutely oh, love that movie. I, but it follows gave me that that creepy one. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> the it follows movie though gave me that creepy, uncomfortable feeling through the entire thing. And then that's one where I was totally rooting for for the girl and her friends. Yeah, one hundred percent. The movie was what? Here's... Terrible. <laughs> I, <gasps> I, I, I think you have a skewed oh, wow. perspective of horror. I, <laughs> no, but here's here's the deal. Um, when I go into a movie, uh, I go in for a good story and how it's done and stuff like that. I grew up in the like I grew up on slasher films like Nightmare on Elm Street, Fred, uh, like Friday the Thirteenth, Halloween, those kinds. And it fought like I heard all this talk about it follows. And so when I finally got around to see it, I'm like, so it's a sexually transmitted disease ghost. That's what's happening right now. And it was just so I thought it was just so thrown together. And so like for me, just yeah, for, it was just uh, odd. Like how <laughs> they have sex and all of a sudden knocks her out and it's like, it's coming for you. It's coming for you. You got to pass it along. And then it's just gone. I okay for me it follows I liked the aesthetic of it felt very much like those old school uh 70s movies like it had that real feel of that kind of movie and so that the nostalgia made me enjoy it there's a lot of holes in it yes 
especially with how it's transmitted and how you can stop it or, you know, that kind of thing. I still enjoyed it. It didn't necessarily scare me. You know, like it didn't have that factor, but I still enjoyed it for for a horror movie. Oh, come on. You haven't seen somebody walking through like a cafeteria and you're like, why are they looking I think at me? It, Why did it, it made me uneasy, though. Like, it was one of the few <laughs> horror movies in recent memory for me that, like, kind of, like, it did make me uneasy because, like, it's like the fact that it's going just for you. No one else can see it. And it, like, it could be someone you love. Like, that kind of freaked me out it, a little bit. I felt like it could have been done better, though. No, like, don't get me wrong. Like, mm-hmm. with everything I heard and, like, a, from initial reports and stuff, I had a lot of hope for It Follows as being, like, this really up and coming like horror film that we would get to see. And it was just lackluster. And I was just like, okay, it's kind of like, um, what's that movie? Rubber. Yeah. Uh, yeah how like, can you even put those two in the same? That's like saying Freddy Krueger is like critters. <laughs> like, I don't know. That's, that's oh. what I mean though. That's what I need to. I want want a good explanation because you just basically compared It Follows to Rubber, which in my opinion is like comparing Freddy Krueger to Critters. So I need a good explanation of this because you're you're losing you're losing your push here for me. For for most most of the time, I like going into horror movies with something that's a little different, like something like something I like the obscure. Who, who knows? Like sometimes those kind of things work. Rubber? No, not so much. But like, and so like, I don't know. It's like when I look at that kind of thing, that's just what I think of because I look at it and I'm just like, it bores me. And I'm like, okay, this was an idea. It didn't work out as I was hoping. So pop it away. Maybe not the best analogy, but like for for me, like it's it's I, I don't know. I kind of grew up in this age where I have a certain I have a certain kind of, and this is totally just me, uh, but I have a certain aspect of what I think is a horror film and and a good horror film. And It Follows did not fit that criteria in the way I would have expected it to. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last movie I saw that m- was not the scariest, but I think it broke a lot of ground in doing it differently is... Uh, Anyone remember or ever seen Behind the Mask, The Rise of Leslie Vernon? Mm. I no. very much enjoyed this movie a lot as a kid. Yeah, was- I haven't seen it in a while. Like, that movie took, like, the whole horror genre, flipped it upside down in terms of, like, like some weird documentary on following this idea of a serial killer and what he does to prepare. And it was such... It would blew my mind how they went about it. And that's the kind of stuff that I look for is like, how can you take a genre that has gone through decades of different kind of perspectives and different ways to try to change the change the platform. And that film itself was able to do it in a way that it wasn't necessarily scary, but it was like, oh, my God, you're watching people basically you just realizing now halfway through the movie, you're actually videotaping guy murdering people. And, and it was just something. So it was so, so genuinely good that it, it gave me goosebumps, but it didn't necessarily scare me. But I still consider it a horror film. I, I agree with you. I, I totally see what you're meaning with that one. Cause I, I'm like that with attack the block. Have you ever seen that? It's like a, a I really like attack movie. the block. Super good. 
it it didn't scare me, but it's technically a horror movie. But it put a whole yeah. new spin to an alien invasion, you know, and yeah. and that's and that's kind of where I'm going. Uh, maybe the whole rubber thing was not the greatest analogy for it, but that's <laughs> thank you. <laughs> yeah, sorry, <laughs> but uh, it was just it was just it follows just for me it was like it tried and for me it didn't work out. There was maybe one point in that movie where I went, oh, holy crap. But for the most part, it was just kind of like, yeah, that happened. So to spin this a little bit. So can you guys name 10 movies that you've seen in the last 15 years that you would rewatch that's in the horror genre? Absolutely. Yes. I think that right there would prove whether or not it's in the decline. But I can name a lot more that were before the 15 years that I'd rewatch. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like before no, I, 2001, no, I, I feel like there are a lot more movies that are rewatchable and that I consider really good horror movies than after 2000. Okay, quick. Name five in the last 15 years and then name five in the 15 years before it. Five. Conjuring. Uh... Uh, Paranormal Activity, The Collector, uh, It Follows for me, and Cabin in the Woods before Nightmare on Elm Street, The Shining, Friday the 13th, Alien, Evil Dead. Like, keep, keep going. <laughs> yeah, but going. You, just went, you just went like 30 years, or at least 25 years. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I feel like. But that's before, like seeing you're opening it up to the entire history of movies compared to the last. Well, I mean, years. we're we're seeing if it's in a decline, right? We're seeing if the past fifteen. I just feel like the past fifteen years have been lackluster compared to what happened before it. Is essentially what I'm that saying. I, that's and that's where I'm I'm disagreeing with you guys because if you look mm-hmm. at how many came out in the '80s compared to how many came out with the '90s, yeah, the '90s didn't have a lot of hits, but how not, many all, came out? Hold on, hold on. Well, I mean, we're not. The we're '90s not, had not, like. Very few hits, like not many. Like Scream, yeah, yeah, Scream was the explosion of the horror also, genre. Sc- well, and then Scream wasn't even that horror; it was more of a horror comedy, like a parody. Well, that was like the, the the first meta horror film. Mm-hmm. But if you okay, where I'm going with this is, it depends on where you put the date. So if you say seventy, let's say seventy four until eighty seven, yeah, there's absolutely. A lot of- there is a lot I'll of my, I'll, I'll do even better. I'll do my entire lifetime, 28 years <laughs> from the time I from from like 87 to now, I probably couldn't name you 10 horror movies I would watch again. But pre-1987, I could list you dozens of horror films I would watch over and over and over again. Oh yeah. In my I mean, lifetime, in you. my lifetime there but. have been were but, horror films I would re- rewatch specifically within the last few years versus films I would watch that came out pre my birth. <laughs> okay, but I'm that's where I'm disagreeing with you, and I totally agree. And like I said at the very beginning of this, the '70s and early '80s kicked ass in the horror movies. I mean, they were great monsters, great supernatural. It was great. Not disagreeing with you. But it's not on the decline. If you want to put the night, the late '80s and the '90s in the decline, I would totally hands yeah. down agree with you. But starting around 2004 into present day, we have been on the 
upscale of it. See, I there still, see, I like, will I even move that could farther. Not name you five movies from the la- from the dates you just provided. I could not name you five horror movies. I would watch over. I could probably name you one. <laughs> and Jenny, no, no, Jenny, I totally agree with you. I think the seventies and eighties are where we're looking at a lot of these good horror movies. But the nineties and early two thousands, I think there was not a lot. But I would yeah. say that maybe two thousand ten was like a renaissance of horror. That around that time, that's when paranormal activity started coming out, and I think two thousand like, seven. So much, that's what I'm saying, like mid two thousand. Yeah, like to present day. Yeah, like late two thousands. I think they're starting to be an upscale of better horror. I do think. Like yeah, I and, truly and, believe that there is, or there will be just at least. Off the top of my head. Of great movies that I would watch right now in a heartbeat. Like I said, The Stranger, that's like on top of my list. I loved Babadook. I'd watch that again. I'd watch It Follows again. I'd watch The Conjuring again. I'd watch um, freaking A, Cloverfield. I'd watch Paranormal Activities. I'd watch I didn't even think of Cloverfield. Crimson that's... Peak. You know, mm. Cabin in the Woods. Um, Crimson Peak sucked. It's... It's Crimson Peak is the piece of art. I don't think it's a good movie though. Again, yeah, it, it looked it looked movie. beautiful, but it was so disappointing. I I didn't it. even I consider so that weird. a horror film. I I think I'm gonna be. I, I think Crimson Peak is one of the most beautiful films I've ever seen in my life. I think the best thing that came out of Crimson Peak was that house. That is the best <laughs> character of any house. movie ever. Yeah. That was such but, a, like it was so well realized. Yeah, but the I story would, was. Nah. Yeah. I would watch, and this is this is this is one of those guilty pleasures. I would watch all the Purge movies again. Absolutely, uh, Purge, Purge too. Anarchy is. Great. I like the first one. I like the first one. I'm excited for Fourth of July. Second I'm one. Super the second, excited for election. Year. The second one was the, the second, second one, one was the better one. The second one is mm-hmm. what the first one should have been, and then you do exactly. the, then you do the first one. I think. But, I think I'm, I'm on yeah. the fence with those. I think they're so fun. I I, th- I thought the Persian anarchy was super fun. super good. All right, all right, super fun. All right, let's let's okay. wrap. We got to wrap this up. Okay, so <laughs> I I don't really know how to wrap this up, <laughs> but in the last say five years, I would like each of you to name one movie you absolutely loved, as far as a horror movie, and then one movie that you considered to be the reason why. In the last five years. Wow. Yeah, hmm. yeah. I'm really closing it in there for you. And How then, was in 2010? Can we do that? Yeah, like, okay. Yeah, the 2010. new decade. Yes, in this in this new decade. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, a movie you absolutely love that would you would rewatch at least one more time, and then a movie that you feel is the reason why horror movies are going to die or are dying right now. And I know Jenny probably won't be able to do that because she loves where they are right now. But um, I'm going to start with with Jenny. Um. Oh. Dude, the the picking the best one in the last five years would be hard because it's a it's a I good know. tie between It Follows and Babadook. That wow. is the best. Um, a movie that would all, be in the decline. All of Jenny's be, statements are her own opinion and do not reflect those of Atomic Kingdom. Because <laughs> <laughs> my opinion is actually really good. Because I oh, oh she went that way. But the the <laughs> worst the worst movie of the last two years is that I think is. Horrible. Um, I would say Annabelle. Ooh. <laughs> which which and, came which came out and, of Conjuring. And Mama. I liked Mama minus the ending. The ending oh, really I, soured it for me. 
Okay. Even for Sam Raimi, that movie is horrible. All right, JD, what about you? Um, for me, by far, it's Cabin in the Woods. Of course. I of consider course. it my favorite movie <laughs> ever made. I know. I could watch it infinitely, forever, and never be tired of it. It's so good, so wonderful. And even though I made this comment like a couple like couple minutes ago about Paranormal Activity, I think it is the series that destroyed found footage horror. Absolutely. I think that it got burned into a ground. Everyone was trying to copy the found footage and it ruined a lot of indie horror movies because instead of doing actual camera work, they just did found footage and it ruined a great premise. All right. All right. Justin, you think you're ready? Uh, there's so many, um, <laughs> a movie that, a movie that I would go back and watch again, uh, no matter what is, uh, troll hunter. Oh, oh yes. Thought, oh my God. I love that movie so that much. That movie's so awesome. It's um, so cheesy. Move, it's, it's like one of the, yeah, it, that's exactly why I love it so much. It's, it's like, it's like such a cheesy kind of concept that you would have more than likely seen like back in the day, but it just works. And I, I just like trolls. So <laughs> it's always fun. Um, a movie that I think is kind of part of the decline. And I don't think any of you have ever seen this thing It's called smiley. Mm-mm. Oh, it's awful. It's not good. It's, <laughs> exactly. It's so it's like, bad. It's, it's like supposed to be like the candy. It's like the, it does like the same thing as bloody Mary. Except mm-hmm. you, so you, bad. you say I did it. You have to go into like a chat room and say I did it for the lols like five times. Oh and no! Exactly. Yeah. Oh it's, no! It's horrible. It's, it's <laughs> no, ridiculous. no. Yeah, <laughs> that's sad. Ah, it, it hurts inside. It hurts me. It's one of those movies you should watch when you're like ridiculously drunk. <laughs> Oh no! All right, yes. all right, Matt, you you ready? Yeah, all I right. mean the one I would pick to watch again would be probably The Conjuring. Okay, and uh, the one I thought was absolutely awful was The Babadook. <laughs> mm. I gotta watch The Conjuring again. I only watched it the one time. You guys are giving it such rave reviews. Yeah. Um, I have never seen The Conjuring. Okay. Oh, it's good. I, I need to watch it. I want to yeah. watch it. Uh, for me, since I did ask the question, I should answer the question. Uh, VHS, I love that movie. Oh, I hate that the, movie. <laughs> the first, the first one is really good. The second one has the second one has one or two. The second one has one or two good ones, but uh, the third one, uh, third one's third, third one's, one's bad. Third one is just straight up awful because it like loses itself. It loses its own premise within the first segment. Um, but I like the first one a lot. And then the one that ruins it uh, is, is a tie between the gallows and unfriended. Those two movies, either one. <laughs> those two movies destroyed me internally. And I still have yet to recover from seeing them. Watch I'll, Smiley, I'll, I'll, I'll join you solidarity. The, the, the trailer for unfriended destroyed me internally. So. It made me, it made me hate today's society. Like that movie, like, is, I'm like, is, is this what people are like now? Is that what we're, but these are the people I'm supposed to be rooting for? Oh, it just, I wanted the ghost to win or whatever it was. I don't remember what it was, but I, I wanted it to win. Does it even matter at this point, Dave, what it, it was? It doesn't. It could have, yeah, it could have been a fluffy bunny and I would have wanted it to, to kill all of those kids. All right. 
So that is our debate. That's our first ever debate, official debate club. I hope we didn't annoy you with our ranting and raving. And at the end of the day, we're all still friends, right? Of yeah. course. See, it's it's easy to do this back and forth topic discussion type thing without hating on each other like you do on Twitter. Oh, for sure. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. All right. All right, so that's our show. Uh, Matt had to jump out real quick. Justin, two broke geeks. You guys just talked about Civil War and all your love about it. Uh, oh, yes. Love and or hate. I won't spoil it for anybody, but it's awesome. Um, it's most it's mostly the critiquing of small things that him and I disagree on. Of, well, like every episode, you guys do. <laughs> uh, and you guys are on Twitter at? At 2BGPod. There you go. And guys, also on Facebook. Yep. Two Broke Geeks Podcasts. On Facebook, yep. And uh, you can find all yep. their podcasts on AtomicGeekdom.com. And Justin right now is writing a bunch of reviews of the X-Men series as we're coming close to X-Men Apocalypse. So you can stay tuned on AtomicGeekdom.com for that. His first one's up right now. I'm gonna see, first one's up for – I'm doing it movie by movie, and I'm still contemplating if I'm going to put the Wolverine movies in there. Sure. Um, but I'm I'm going to tell you right now, just watching that first movie was like pulling fingernails. It's it's pretty dated. Yeah, it's tough. <laughs> uh, as for the other two cohorts, JD has now freed himself of the, the burden that is education for the summer. Uh, so I imagine we're going to be seeing and hearing a lot more from him. Absolutely. The YouTube video series that we've been talking about a lot, it's happening I'm starting it, so there you go. Be on the lookout. Uh, speaking of YouTube, go to our YouTube. Search your YouTube.com slash Atomic Geekdom is a thing now. There's one video there. It's, it's it's of a Game of Thrones product review that we just the three things we just gave away. So be be gentle. This is our first time using YouTube, so uh, we're working out the kinks and stuff. So yeah, just using the YouTube's. You can subscribe to us there and expect to break. You know, great new, exciting, adventurous things uh, outside of our normal comfort zone. And starting with, hopefully, JD's awesome web series idea. So we'll go there. Jenny, the fabulous Jenny, I'm sure has lots of coals in the fire for articles that she's writing. I've got like five of them started. I just got to finish them. But every time I get halfway through, I add something to it and then change the whole direction. That's that's mm-hmm. too much. It's too much fun. That's your editor's Such a job. Jenny thing to do. I know, I know. <laughs> I need a I need a better editor. There you go. Oh, JD, you are on Twitter at jfreakingd. Oh, yep. So you, everybody can go congratulate him again for graduating college. Cause he rules. Cause he rules. The four years. Justin, did you want to give out your Twitter as well? Uh, it's a uh, JM pomegranate. No, <laughs> oh! I, I love it. <laughs> All right, and then Jenny is on Twitter at Robbie Art, where you can find her talking about all things Joe. What's his name? Oh, come on, it's Joe Ledger. <laughs> and her love of all things Robert Kirkman and uh, uh, preacher, Skybound comics, and preacher, preacher. And today it was coming Outcast, Outcast show, and the new trailer Outcast came out today. 
That's awesome. So, yes. There's all those things. Head to AtomicKingdom.com. Click on that top banner. That's the Entertainment Earth banner. Go buy all kinds of awesome stuff from Entertainment Earth because they rock and they have all kinds of cool stuff. And when you use that banner and buy stuff, kicks back a little bit to us, a little bit to Two Broke Geeks, and it makes it so that we can bring you cooler stuff, better quality things, and hopefully get us to do cooler stuff for you guys, the listener, the gentle listener. Uh, so we can go to conventions and get cool interviews and stuff like that. Cause we definitely want to send Matt and Justin to New York comic-con this year. And oh, yeah, you guys can help by doing that or by signing up for audiobooks. JD, fill us in on how to do that. If you can remember since it's been such a long time, Dave, do you think I could get something like this? All right, guys. So it's been a while since we did an audiobook commercial, but please go to audibletrial.com slash atomic geekdom. If you like to listen to books and you have a difficulty reading stuff, like I do, like I have a big commute to school sometimes, and it's awesome just to be able to put it in, listen to it, and just go. So audibletrial.com slash Atomic Geekdom, get the best audiobooks available, do it, it helps support us, helps bring you this content that's awesome, that's super fun, super cool to make. There you go. There we go. Jenny, give them one audible suggestion book that they should go get with their free trial. Kill Switch, Jonathan Mayberry. There you go, Kill Switch. If you sign up for the free 30 days, just that alone helps us. So please do that. Tell your, fr- excuse me, tell your friends. One more time, JD, the link is? AudibleTrial.com slash Atomic Geekdom. We, w- we would be huge, hugely impressed with you if you did such a thing, because not many people have. You would be an individual among the the flock of sheep. Or the masses. Something. I have no idea what I'm talking about anymore. Uh, go to iTunes, review our podcast, the Atomic Geeks and Podcast. Leave something funny or witty, and maybe I'll send you a shirt. Go to Two Broke Geeks on iTunes. Leave them a review. Make it also witty and funny, and don't be a hater. If you got nothing nice to say, don't say nothing at all, or whatever. They'll be haters. Yeah. <laughs> as much as Justin likes we, to... yeah. Don't hate us because you ain't us. <laughs> yep. Right. Uh... As much as Justin likes trolls, he does not like internet trolls. Exactly. That also should be a shirt. Uh, but, yeah. All right. So, I have a guy who can make that shirt. Justin's got a guy. We're going to be making shirts very soon. Or something. Yep. I don't know. All right. So that's our, like that. <laughs> that's our show this week. Jenny always, always, when she's on the show, gets the last word because she is the first and only lady of Atomic Kingdom. Jenny, the last word is? Hanksy. Hanksy? Like Banksy, but with an H? Hanksy, yeah. Have you ever, like, followed that hashtag? No. It's really fucked up. Oh, and I'm still recording, because now I got the last word. Booyah! Booyah!